Welcome, everyone, all of our millions of faithful listeners, our friends, our family, our brothers, our partners. We're back. We're going to do a show tonight, Sunday, so it'll be out Sunday night or Monday morning whenever you listen. And um, sorry, Mitch, we're not going to do one, another one until after National Signing Day. Um, I know you'll text me or message me that, I'm not, that I didn't do one next Sunday. Uh what do you want to talk first, basketball or football or what, or something else? Let's do the Detroit Lions, baby. Okay, go for it. You go for it, man. Whew. Man, I listen. I know. <clears throat> you know. I kind of watching the game today. I kind of felt like Kevin uh, during the blood drive episode of The Office. You know, it just feels nice to win one. <laughs> To, after the after the MSU experience I've had this year, it just feels good to like see a team like give a fuck, or like I feel like the team gives a fuck because there were definitely times during this football season where I felt like MSU did not care, and that really like that was what disappointed me most of all. Um, I have a piece coming out about this for Spartan Shadows this week. Oh, you're writing up. You're writing for Connor. Yeah, Connor Meltdowny had to. Uh, you couldn't. He couldn't live with his own failures. So where did that lead him? <laughs> Back to me. You're part of the Ant Wright Media Group. I am. Uh, so That's I have cool. to say, I have to say one nice thing about Ant Wright in exchange. I so, don't. I don't mind Ant. I've I've warmed up on him. Ant. I believe that I, I, I think you're a good dad. <laughs> I believe that you're a good father. That is the one, that is my one <laughs> nice thing I'll say about it. There you go. That's character growth. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. The lines really, um, they look, they look competent and they look, they look more than competent. Like co- they looked competent, but under, competent as well. Oh, confident. Yeah. So I looked. I, com- I was going to say yeah. they look like a very cohesive unit, and that's something I haven't seen from them. I mean, we've seen flashes of it in the Dan Campbell era, but with this consistency, you'd have to say the Caldwell era. I mean, just because they made the playoffs a couple times, right? Right. I, like, well, I, <clears throat> this feels different than the Caldwell era, I think, because the Caldwell era they still felt like they were underperforming. Yeah. They still kind of felt like they were, they weren't exactly living up to their potential. There was a lot of playing it safe, a lot of, uh, a lot of stupid miscues, a lot of, you know, stuff. And there's not really a ton of that right now. I mean, since the, I would say, that you can look at this, you can split this season before the Patriots game and after the Patriots game, because after the Patriots game, this team has looked completely different. And because that was when they were one and six, right? Right. This is, this is the bill of goods. We were kind of promised coming into this season. Honestly, I it's, I haven't felt this good about a lions team probably since 2015, probably since 2014, 2013, whenever the Dallas, whenever the, the picked up flag was, was that the 14, 15 year? Yeah. Yeah. That I, so like, I haven't felt like confident about a lion's team that they're going to go out and handle business on a week to week basis since 2014, which yeah, is I mean, an insane thing to say. I I'm, I'm watching these games expecting them to win now. Um, like, the defense is starting to kind of get back in shape. I mean, Justin Jefferson had an unbelievable day, but you let him do his thing, and then you kind of just contain everyone else. And I know Jeff Akuda was out, or not out, but he was very limited. I think he had the flu or something. Yeah, he he was shitting and farting. I think was shitting. the initial prognosis. <laughs> um, so that that put a dent into things. But Aaron Glenn has done a a, a wonderful turnaround, and. You know, two months ago, we were all saying we think this dude's fucking gone. You know, we we thought he was going to get fired. And 
you know, it's kind of interesting that ever since they kind of they let go of Pleasant, they've been a pretty, pretty, pretty decent team, pretty decent defense. Well, I know, you, I know that's just part of it, but they have also gotten much healthier too. Yeah, I, they've gotten healthier, and they're start and they've been starting to mix in the young guys, right? Yeah, like they're. I don't know who was so insistent on continuing playing Armani Awarie. <laughs> uh, but since they moved away from him and started moving towards like Kirby Joseph mm-hmm. in Josh Jacobs, like they've right. looked a ton better night and day and night and day. And, you know, you have James Houston contribute a sixth round pick contributing on a level that is like, that is unbelievable. He's the set. He is this, he is second in sacks among rookies behind Aiden, right? To, behind Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, like that's a hell of a future on on the D line. Like this is an incredible position. This is an incredible position the Lions are in. The the rest of the schedule they can win. Like uh, I know Kate is 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 gone (laughs) off to Iowa City, but you know what if what if we went out, huh? It's there. I think I think nine and eight is is the is the minimum. I really do. Yeah, I mean, we hold the tiebreaker over the Giants and the Commanders. Right. And they play next week. So oh, like that's a loser that quickly. Wow. Yeah, that that's a that's that's like sneaky a loser leaves town game. Yeah, I mean, if you win next week, which you should against I mean, it's at Carolina. I mean, it, we play the Jet the Lions play the Jets next week. Oh, it's the Jets next week and then Carolina. Yeah. Okay. But if Mike but if Mike White uh breaks another rib he'll be able to suck his own dick so i'm pretty confident in yeah, I mean, I'm, zach wilson really doesn't move the needle um well they don't even they're not even playing zach wilson like when mike white was out i thought zach wilson they, played today no they played flacco oh okay so that's that's not a good sign brother yeah i know i know how Rob, like robert soleil a couple weeks ago like when he benched Zach for Mike White. He was saying um, it's not the end for Zach. Usually, when a guy, when a, when a head coach says that, it's the end for him. And when your and when yeah. your teammates and when your teammates show up to the tarmac for a road game wearing Mike White shirts, that's that's the end, buddy. Yep, yep. You might as well just <clears throat> you might as well just move on and call it call it a career in New York. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. It's it's at New York, at Carolina, the last home game against Chicago, right? Right. So it's at Chicago. Yeah, Chicago on New Year's. So and then at Lambeau. Yeah, at Lambeau. That's going to be tough, no matter what. But I mean, if the Packers lose another game or two, they're going to shut down Rodgers. So, and this is still like the there's a saying going around Twitter among Lions fans: "Brand new Lions," right? It's yeah. kind of a as kind of a combating of, of the same of SOL, right? Yep. The nightmare scenario for Lions fans is it's a win and you're in. The time hasn't been announced for that game yet. It could easily get flexed into Sunday night. That would be awesome. So a Sunday night game against the Packers, win and you're in. Oh. In the words of Miss Taylor Allison Swift, uh, I think I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to have Jordan Love come in and like have that Matt Flynn game where he throws for like six touchdowns on, you know, the last week of the year. The Packers just don't get the playoffs, but like the fans get that lasting impression, and then all of a sudden the future is there. But then you know Matt Flynn didn't really work out, but um. I, I just really like watching this team. It's it's like I've always said, I have a sweet spot or I have a soft spot for golf and they are fun. They are legitimately a fun team to watch. And yeah, you know, you could call golf a game manager, but he makes some pretty nice throws too. And he, he's got confidence. And the, the confident Jared Goff was the type of guy who led the Rams to the Super Bowl. And if Dan Campbell can keep and Ben Johnson can keep harnessing that confidence. I don't know if the sky's the limit for golf, but it's pretty fucking there. It's pretty there. You can play with everybody, but like, yeah, 
the Niners, I would say. The Niners' defense is just suffocating. When when the season ends, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes should lock Ben Johnson in his office Yep, and turn off the power so we can't, like, make any calls or do any Zoom interviews or anything. Because, I mean, like, how many other offensive coordinators was, like, would be, like, you know how I'm going to ice this game? <laughs> I'm going to throw a pass to my left. I'm going to, I'm going to have my left tackle report as eligible. I'm going to send him in motion. And then I'm going to have, and then I'm going to have my quarterback throw to him. I didn't even realize who that was. I'm like, Oh, is this like a fullback? And I'm like, wait, what? That's Sewell. <laughs> like, what? And to, to, to ice the game, to essentially ice the game on that. I'm like, that's fucking that is so fucking ballsy, but I loved it so much. Like, Ben Johnson is going to be the hottest name for a new head coach. Um, but the Lions, if, if they're really serious about their future, I mean, he's eventually going to leave. I mean, you eventually have to let him go. But, right, that's what happens. But, but you should say, hey, what would it take salary-wise to keep you here? At least for another year. Yeah, at least for another year, can we hold off? Because we're building towards something. And you know, if the playoffs come this year, great. But then next year, it's it's even it's an even better shot. Um, no, I was really thrilled to, for that game. You know, I I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't hate the Vikings, but I just I don't know. They've always bugged me a little bit. I shouldn't I shouldn't hate them because of Kirk or anything. But and Jalen, huh? And Jalen and Jalen. Yeah, and I Kevin O'Connell was a part of when my Rams were good, but um. I don't know. They've always bugged me a little. Maybe it's more the Mike Zimmer Vikings that always irk me. But I mean, the, the the path to at least nine wins is right there in front of you. If you don't win these games, I I, I quite unless you're unless you're just getting hurt again. I don't know how. I don't know how you don't get to five hundred. I love how um, Hawkinson when he was traded was like, finally, I'm going to go to a place where I can win. <laughs> Yeah, and the Lions are like six and two since they traded him. Yeah, <laughs> like, like they the only game they lost and they traded him, I think, was Buffalo. I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah, this, um, this has been great. Yeah, I mean, the NFL was weird today. Like the Jaguars beat the shit out of the Titans, yeah. and you know the tri- and the Seahawks lost too, so that helps the Lions. Um, I forget. There's a couple other big. I don't know how the tight. I don't know how the. Uh, I'm sure the Ravens won. The um the Ravens did end up winning. They won by one point. Oh wow! Um, but we're we're missing out on another incredible halftime. On another incredible development, uh, is Josh McDaniels just not fit to be a head coach? Like, is Josh McDaniels just like not destined to be a head coach? I don't know what his deal is. He's got Derek Carr and Devontae Adams who went to college together, who have that built-in chemistry. And you have a pretty – that's a playoff team on paper. You've got Josh Jacobs who just – who had what – I think what, two weeks ago had 300 yards rushing. Yeah. Like, and he, I think he had like a 90-yard 90 rush for overtime – for an overtime win. Like, I don't know what his deal is. I mean, it's – it's you, Yeah. A, a special – an interim special teams coach took this, took basically took this team minus Devonte Adams to the playoffs. Yeah, you add Devonte Adams, and, you're and not you going. lose to and you lose to Jeff Saturday, and and Baker Mayfield, who like <laughs> who was still jet who who was probably still on Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> it was it wasn't even two days that Baker Mayfield was a Ram. And I fell asleep when it was 13 to three. And then I checked my phone. I wake up. I'm like, I thought I was sleeping again. I'm like, what, what kind of universe am I in, am I in here? Like the Baker Mayfield Rams beat the, beat the Raiders. I mean, that was, he, he did a hell of a job for going in. I mean, blind basically. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Cause now there's rumors that McVay and Stafford are going to retire. I don't see McVay leaving on this type of note. But I think Stafford – I honestly, I think Stafford's done. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I mean, think he's done. 
He should be done, or else he fucking might get paralyzed the next time he gets tackled hard. Concussions are scary, and, like, Stafford's never really had... I mean, Stafford's been injured before. Right. But he's never really had concussions. Yeah. And when you get, like, two of them so close together like that, like, that's really really fucking scary. And he's got a spinal cord contusion. Yeah, which is... He if he gets if he takes one more bad hit, it's it's life it could be life changing and I don't know I don't I don't want to see that happen so I just I think he should just quit. Yeah, you got your you got your Super Bowl. Yeah, it didn't end the way you wanted it to, but at least you'll have at least you'll be able to walk. You'll be able to spend time with your kids and all that. And I think he'd be I think he could be a coordinator or coach someday. Yeah, yeah, but. Anyway, but, yeah, fucking the Raiders are fucked, man. They gave Jeff, they can't fire him because they're broke. No, they, they, I've heard people say they need to keep him for at least another two years before they can. What happened? No, my con, what? Okay. No, it's just my contact. Oh, I know how that feels. I heard, I've seen a lot of experts say they got to keep him at least another two years before they can consider um, buying him out. So <laughs> this, this is going to be interesting. And, I think Derek Carr is going to be a free agent pretty soon. Uh, I believe he has two years left on this current. I, I think he re-signed um, during the pandemic. Okay. I, I think I think he has like two years left. I think it was like a four-year. He has an out at 2023. Okay. Yeah, he I, can opt out after next year, I think. It looks like it. Yeah, he can, he can opt out next year and then – yeah, no, he can opt out after this season. He can. Uh, it's a twenty. It's a it's a five million cap hit, so it's not that bad. His cap yep. his cap hit goes down significantly after this season. So the Raiders could cut ties with him, or or he could he could ask to go. That'd be interesting. I I I don't think. But again, I don't think Derek Carr's the issue. So. Well, his cap hit. They might they might cut him loose because next year he goes up. He's twenty million right now. His cap hit or his, his if he's on the roster, 35 million. And then 2024 and five, it's 44 million. That's a lot. And I know it's the cost of doing business, but damn, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking money. Let me check tank. Let me check uh tankathon right now. I mean, right now they're picking eighth. So oh, wow. I just I I don't know. Like I that's that's tough, man. That's so tough. I mean, it's tempting to just kind of say, let's just take a top six, seven, five, six pick at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look, I mean, Houston's going to take. They got Houston, it. Houston's going to take. Yeah, Houston's got Houston's got the number one pick. They're taking Bryce Young. Yeah, unless, unless they went out and Chicago, like, loses out. That would be it. Yeah, which I don't know. If they couldn't close today, they're not gonna <laughs> the the one we're not talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, Denver. You see that one? Yeah, Seattle owns that pick. So we, you know, we're talking about the Rams and Lions. That Denver one, that that could that could somehow end up number one. If if Russell Wilson is out, that and the Houston could sneak out another win or two, that could be pretty close. That could be a close tank. Yeah, that tie that tie could fuck them. Yeah. That and then Chicago, and then you got and then the Rams pick right now is still number four. Yeah, we'll see. I don't I mean it, it is gonna be a top. I think it's gonna be top seven, eight pick no matter what. Right. Um, I I just don't like I'm just trying to mock this out in my head. I don't think I, the Rams are gonna finish four and thirteen. I I'd be shocked if they did. So this is what Tankathon has right now as the top five. I'm looking uh, at it. yeah Texans Texans draft Bryce Young, Seahawks draft CJ Stroud, Bears draft Will Anderson, uh, the Lions draft Will Levis. That would be a fucking disaster. That would be it. that would be an unmitigated disaster. I would get Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, absolutely. And you if, add Will, him, if Will Anderson falls into your lap somehow, he, he's not going to. 
But say, but say the Bears want to get Jalen Carter, and you have Will Anderson sitting there. You take him. You take one of those two. You add him. You add oh. him to. You add him to to Aiden Hutchinson and James Houston and Rodrigo and Malcolm Rodriguez. You have a hell that, of a front seven. That is one of the best front sevens in the NFL. Immediately. Immediately. I don't see the, the hype with Will Levis. I, I don't. I don't. I don't either. So here's missing something here. Like if someone is listening to this, like tweet at us, like, what are we missing with Will Levis? <laughs> I mean, these are his stats from, from this past season at Kentucky. Yeah. 24. 2,406 passing yards, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, completion percentage of, of 65%. I, that is – 10 interceptions in college is an insane. Okay, here's a number. Guess who this guy is? Okay. Okay, uh, 2,679 yards, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Completion percentage of 63 and a half. His quarterback rating 131.2. Peyton Thorne. Yep. I'm not saying he's as, you know, talented as Levis, but I mean, <laughs> he threw for like 300, 400 more yards and had one more interception. And Will Levis, yeah, it's the SEC. It, it, it's the SEC bump, but. I mean, Stroud, number two, makes sense. But, geez, where's the next quarterback? There's none. Anthony Richardson down to the Giants. I mean, if, like, you take, okay, you take you take Jalen Carter, and then at 15, you can go. Yeah. And at 15, there's a very real possibility. Um, at 15 right now, it's mocked Cam Smith from South Carolina. Not a bad pick. But, like, depending on what happens, right, like, you could – Jerry uh, – Joey Porter Jr. could fall into your lap. Um, or you could – you could trade that pick back. Here's my – here's what I think they would – if you're not going to – if you don't feel good about Jalen Carter, I want you to trade for him. Yeah, you could get at least three, four – two to three picks out of that. Easy. Indy's Indy's gonna want Indy's gonna want for right now they haven't take the oh right now they haven't taken Skaronsky from Northwestern. Well, yeah, they, they need an O line before they can even think about a fucking quarterback. They they have one of the highest. The O line is not the issue on that team. Matt Ryan is cooked. Sam Ellinger is not that guy. Well, maybe the offensive the- line experienced some regression. But ever since Saturday got there, they've looked like the offensive line that was promised. Well, may- maybe they want Will Levis that bad, and and Holmes will like kind of bluff like the Niners did with um, Trubisky, you know, back in 2018, seven, yeah. 17, yeah, and say, you know, we plan on drafting Levis, but if you're interested in this pick, let's talk. And then, you know, later on just going, eh, we really didn't care, but Indy really wanted it. I could see – Indy trading up for Will Levis. That that could be that would be something I can honestly think happens. I mean, if you so if you swap and get their second, <clears throat> they're at thirty nine. You could have Anthony Richardson in the second round. He could fall that far. Yeah, right now they have him at twenty three to the Giants, but I think I think Daniel Jones probably bought him a probably bought himself the team option on yeah. his rookie deal. This season, it's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Oh, Broncos drafting Penny's brother. I. Yeah, I mean, if you pick swap and you take thirty nine from them, you could go get. You could maybe fill in some edge depth. You could. Yeah. You could maybe get some. You could maybe get some O line depth. You know, or like you could maybe use that to trade back even farther hmm. and kind of get yourself. You could trade back. Oh, no. Okay. They have a 47th overall pick. Yeah. They have 47. Right now, that's mocked to be Darnell Washington. Could be Hooker if you want it. That motherfucker should be illegal. Darnell Washington 
should be illegal. There's no way that guy should Both be allowed to play football. Those guy, that guy is nuts. Oh, um, drafting a Michigan, uh, Michigan. But I would love that. I would. I mean, if you can get thirty nine, hmm. you know, you could use that to trade to get a third round pick, and then you know, <laughs> I would honestly like. I don't see. <clears throat> You know, I don't see Max Duggan or Cam Rising on here. Holy sh! Yeah, you could move way far back, and like, and the second you see those guys coming up the board, make us make a small trade with someone because eventually, you know, those picks are based going to be like we just swap dip picks. Sometimes they just do that. Right. I, Man, yeah, I don't see them at all on here. This this is kind of a look. This is kind of a not shitty, but like. Yeah, this is a weird quarterbacks in this class. This is a weird mock draft. Henry so, Hooker is gonna. I think Henry Hooker might end up being pretty good. Yeah, He's I mean, it depends how we, it depends how he recovers from his ACL tearing your ACL and being twenty five. <laughs> that's tough. Guess who As, the Brown? Guess who he has the Browns drafting at ninety nine? Don't go down. Take a guess. Uh, the one that's been very in the news lately. <laughs> I have to look. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna get. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, pairing him with Deshaun Watson, I, <laughs> I could maybe get. I could get months. I could get months of material. I mean, I'm not trying to make fun of him anymore, but like, that's just kind of funny considering what's happening. Uh, man, yeah, this is. This isn't. This is going to be an interesting. I think there's going to be a shitload of trades in this draft. There might even be trades before draft day for like, you know, the Lions might end up trading for. I, I don't see Will Levis on this team. I, you don't need him. No, you don't. You, you can golf, ride off for another year. Yeah, golf bought himself another year. This, yeah, I think so. This pick that I don't player ranking draft order updated after every game. Team needs are factored. What's the big board? Let's see. I've really taking taking Will Levis at taking Will Levis at four would be insane. He's ninth on the big board. I would. You got to go get Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. I wouldn't take Stroud. Jalen Carter or Miles Murphy. I'd be fine with one, with one of those for Lions. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't pass up on Jalen Carter. No, I'm sorry. He fucking picked up. He picked up. A full-grown man with one arm and carry him back seven yards. I'm curious as to where Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to go. They have right. the Chargers. Yeah, right now they have him at at 16. But I don't know. He might he might fall just because of his just because he hasn't played that much this year. But I mean, you have a you have enough of the Rose Bowl. You have enough of last year too to like. Well, there's a there there are some toughness questions. Yeah, that's true. There are some questions about about uh, about Hart because a lot of scouts believe he's healthy enough to play in in the playoff, mm-hmm. but he's sitting out. It's like a business decision. Like scouts are psychopaths; they hate that shit. <laughs> like they don't care that Will Levis is sitting out the Music City Bowl. They probably prefer that Will Levis sit out the Music City Bowl. Right. But if you're sitting out the college football playoff, that's I, I think you're going to get dinged. You're getting dinged. If Kenneth Walker, the, if we were 11 and one last year and won the big 10, you know, if we beat Purdue, basically we were in, um, I don't think Kenneth Walker, the third is sitting, it is sitting out the, the Rose bowl or the Fiesta bowl, whatever it would be for a, a 12 and one Michigan state team. I no. firmly, he would, because that's the ultimate showcase. Right. Like Christian McCaffrey did it before he got drafted. He played, no, he played in the Rose Bowl two years before he got drafted. But you know, still, that he didn't. Never mind. That was a bad example. He didn't play in the bowl game after that year. But whatever. Um. You know, like Jake Butt didn't. He played in that. I think that was a Fiesta Bowl before it became a playoff game. Yeah, it was a New Year Six. It was, New, yeah, it was one of the years in New Year Six, and you know, it ruined his career. He never played football. Um. But I just Will Levis, whatever. I, I'd 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 rather, like I said, I'd rather go way down. 
I don't get the hype. I don't get the hype. I just golf bought himself another year. It's, it's like, I get it. It'll be cheaper to cut him than to keep him next year. But if you're going to have a, but if you're going to give him a full off season with Jameson Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown and Khalif Freeman, maybe you get another option in that draft. Who knows? Maybe like, you know, you can Jamal Williams, you could probably get him to stay. Um, I don't know how many years. Jamal I would really try to get him to stay. Yeah. I, between Williams and Swift, I think I'd rather have Jamal Williams. But, you know, yeah. Smith hasn't done, hasn't really done a lot to move the needle. Shore up that defense, you know, kind of get, <laughs> kind of get golf, kind of get golf on Darnell Washington. And we're fucking, you're cooking with gas, man. So I, I really don't think I golf is never going to be a quarterback. Who's like, okay, I'm going to put my team on the back and win this game. No, but so shark is shark is done after this year. If they want to let him go, I don't think he's worth the 10 million. He's not worth the 10 million. No. I mean, you could bring Marvin Jones back for probably almost half the value. (laughs) Yeah. But Marvin Jones is like three years older. Yeah. I would rather get I would rather get someone in like round four. You know what I mean? Like right. I'd rather take a flyer. I'm just, I'm just looking at who's free agents just to see. I'd rather take a flyer on like Ronnie Bell or fuck, even Jaden Reed. I'd rather draft Jaden Reed in round six. Yeah. Than geez, the highest Nelson Aguilar is the top free agent for wide receivers. Oof. Shallow market. Shallow. It's yeah, shallow market. 11 million. Very I mean, the person probably get paid the most is him, but I mean, if you look at the, I mean, if you look at like the top wide receivers this like this season, they're all on rookie deals, right? Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Amon Ra. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see Jamar Chase's deal when the time comes. It'll be uh, it'll be it'll be fat mammoth fat fat and, fat. and the Bengals look like they could win the NFC or the AFC. They're they're a wagon. They are they're they're, they're, they're back. They yeah. they looked a little shitty for a little bit, but yeah, like the for for running backs, you've got Saquon, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt wouldn't be bad to look at, but I think he's going to want a bigger deal. Sa- Saquon would be sick if he if he could stay healthy. Sa- yeah, that's the would thing. Be great. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. No, did they really not lock him up? You'll have to. I mean, if I had to guess, I would I would guess Jacobs gets tagged. Yeah, that just blows my mind that they have. He's wow. No, he's on. Yeah, he's not locked up yet. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, we could probably talk a whole pod full of football. Um, let's go. Let's talk about hoops. Yeah. Um. So we were recording with Matt last week, and did you watch the rest of the Northwestern game? Uh, I did. I didn't. I. I. It just felt like one of those shitty Northwestern losses. So I'm like, I'm not going to put myself through this. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've said it during the pod, but Bo Bowie, please seek employment. Job. Please. Job. Slick Bowie. You have fucking, you're going to have a master's degree from fucking Northwestern. And you're gonna go play in like the third ba- the third league of Austrian national basketball, and probably tear it up. Yeah, like you're gonna be living, you're gonna be living with, you're gonna be on a team with eight other chain smokers, <laughs> playing in an elementary school gym, <laughs> and you're gonna be making like seven hundred euros a week. And you're going to be holding a master's degree from fucking Northwestern. Yeah, that game just sucks. Our defense kind of blows when you get closer to the rim. Like, we have, like, and we have a big, we have Madi, and, you know, we have Cooper and, um, you know, God, who's the other one? Jackson Kohler. Like, I mean, I know those two are freshmen, but, like, we should have a little more consistency down low. And that's another that's that's kind of a night where the depth kind of killed us. You can tell, I mean, you could just tell they were gassed. You can yeah, tell it, it, the, the, that, the last couple of weeks were catching up to them more and more. Tell, I mean, Wednesday and Saturday, you could tell they were mentally drained, they were physically drained, they didn't have the legs, no, they didn't have the heart, their brains weren't in it. 
It was just, it was just bad. It was just all around a bad game. But um, they rebounded pretty well. I mean, they looked shitty to start against Penn State, but they had a hell of a comeback in this first half. They tied it. I think they were down like 12 points. Yeah, Penn State. Um, oh, they're going to be good. They're going to be really good. They That's Another they, one of those quality quad one victories. Yeah, I mean, we're going to need it to offset the quad three loss that Northwest, the two quad three losses we had. Yeah, we just have to pray that Notre Dame Northwestern just like, do something, something good. They're not. They lost. <laughs> Notre Dame lost to Syracuse right after we played them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. That's, um, that's ugly. North- I didn't watch the Penn State game. Did you? Uh, I did. I and thought then- they. I, I. They started sloppy. Um, they weren't. They. They were just leaving the three point line open, which. Oh. Not a great strategy, um, <laughs> but. Credit to credit to the guys, credit to Izzo. They he took him in the locker room, uh, kind of sat him down, and they they played much better. Um, their perimeter defense was a lot was a lot more was a lot tighter. I mean, they gave up some stuff down low. Uh, I, the way that the way that Mahdi has been called in these first in these first couple Big Ten games pretty weak. Uh, is it's gonna be like if Madi goes up to defend a shot at at any angle that's not 180 degrees, he's getting called for a foul. If he leans over a mill a micrometer, he's getting called for a blocking foul. It's yeah. it's gonna get it's gonna get ugly. I just don't he's not gonna get the same whistle Limpress gets, which is bullshit, but that's just what it is. Because Hunter Dickinson, he's why. He's why. <laughs> I have not watched Elvis yet. I have not seen Elvis. Um, it, it's a little kooky. It's a kooky movie because it's Baz Luhrmann. You know, it's got his pizzazz. But, like, it starts it, – it, the first third, I'm like, you know what? If Cassie and I were both, like, if this keeps going the way it is, we're going to turn it off. But then, like, once Elvis kind of got older and, and Tom Hanks kind of got more involved, the movie actually got pretty good. And, like, it's just so fucking sad what happened to him. Like, it's just it's 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 just tragic. And Yeah, uh, I, the, the thing that's preventing me from seeing it is my mom, who, like, generally, like, likes a lot of the movies she watches, um, has said... I have never seen Tom Hanks give a worse performance. <laughs> that, well, she saw it already. She saw it. She went in theater. She went to go see it in theaters. And yeah. I was like, how was it? Because I was curious about it. And the only thing she said, she said that Austin Butler was good. It's Elvis music. So the music is good. But I've never seen Tom Hanks be worse in a movie. I mean, yeah, he's not great. But I think a lot of it was Baz Luhrmann. Um, but Austin Butler, uh, he should be best actor nominated. I would I would not be heartbroken if he won. I think he was that good, but I don't think he's going to. I think it's uh, I think it's Brendan Fraser's time. I think it is. Yeah. So um, Brown. I don't really have anything to say about about the Brown no, game. We started I mean, a little slow, just... but then we kind of just kind of beat the shit out of him. And yeah, I mean, you can tell. Like there, there's a part of me in, in Soldier tweeted this. That that I and I agreed with them and like there's a part of me that wishes he Izzo was a little more willing to step on some throats. Yeah, uh, he kind of calls off the dogs a little early, which I mean I'm sure like other coaches appreciate it and like you know Doug Wojcik's son is on place for Brown so that's kind of a that might have been part of the reason why he kind of he kind of laid off it a little bit right but. I would really, really like in these next few games here where they're not playing, where these next couple by games that they have, right. I would really, really like to see them keep the foot on the gas for, for, for longer. I want to um, see a couple like 30-ish point wins. Yeah. I, you you kind of need to wash the stink off of the Notre Dame and the Northwestern loss in the eyes of the selection committee because right now you're probably going to be seated you're probably going to be seated a whole 
a whole line lower than you deserve because of those two losses alone. Mm-hmm. Your those two losses wiped out any credit you get for for the, for all this for all the crazy scheduling. You did. Yeah, I mean, you which can, is unfortunate. You but one, you can excuse one, but two you can't excuse both. Yeah, and I would argue the way that that Northwest, like if they had lost a if they had lost a close one to Notre Dame, right? You could be you could wash your hands of it, but I think the nature of that loss, oh. like if they're like if they're if they're like looking at it and the committee's like okay, they're like a seven seed, they're going to be an eight seed. Yeah, like they're a whole those two losses make them a whole seed lower, so you kind of need to get some of that stink off you, and you really need to. Kick some, kick some names and take some assets. So, sometimes we get the Izzo bump, though. You know, sometimes they're like, "Yeah, it's time Izzo, though." Yeah, I, I agree with you, though. Those, those are going to bite us in the ass unless those people make noise closer to March when the committee's starting to pay a little more attention. Um, who do we have coming up? I got to look. It is um, thank you. The Rocket Rock. The Rocket Watts homecoming game on the oh, the, com- the combo classic, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, what was that WWE thing? The battle for custody, like they did a ladder match for custody of a kid. Oh my, they uh, did custody of Justin ladder match or whatever. <laughs> custody of combo ladder match. Yeah, I'm gonna make that. Uh, is it is it at MSU or is it at uh, Little Caesars again? No, it's um it's at present. They only do it at LCA when um Oakland, when technically the... when technically okay. Hosted. <coughs> wow, Rocket coming back home. How about that? Yeah. Um, uh, hold on. Let me have ladder, a yeah, ladder match for custody of Dominic <laughs> was Rey Mysterio versus Chris Jericho. Wow. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to boot up the old Photoshop machine for this one. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, who else do we have? We have Rocket. We have the Rocket game, and then Buffalo on on twelve thirty. Oh, we we have a little bit of a break, and then Nebraska ball comes storming into the Breslin. We better fucking beat them. They they've they did beat Creighton. And then they lost. Um, I forget who they lost to the other day. Purdue. They took Purdue to overtime. They, yeah, they, they, took they had, they had Purdue on the ropes. Freddie Freddie Hoiberg probably getting fired. Nebraska ball's rolling. Um, yeah, and I'm curious to see how we'll do. We should. Uh, this should be a. We should cruise comf- somewhat comfortably to uh, Michigan. Shout out also. To um, Stephen Izzo, my girlfriend likes to call him uh, her little jumping bean. <laughs> like what he's like high five and everyone going into the timeouts when he jumps up off the bench. <laughs> Can he just score? Like, does yeah, Tom uh, does Tom not let him score? Yeah, I I just want him to score one bucket. Like that's all I want. Like shoot one three pointer. The roof of the Breslin would fall off. Yeah, there would there would be like it would get so rowdy that they would literally have to stop the game. Yeah, they'd have to call like a timeout. Like Izzo might have to call a timeout. Yeah, and he'd probably look at his son like, "Don't you fucking do that." <laughs> I know it. It kind of feels like he. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it kind of feels like that it's that that's kind of the problem. Is like his dad's just in his way. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a really fucking funny Photoshop. You're doing it right now? No, just, I'll, I'll do it. Um, you'll do it later. Yeah. I uh, I did see Debo Samuel just had a high ankle sprain. Oh, that's good. It yeah. looked nasty. I I despise the Niners, but I would kill to have Debo on my team. So. Um, that looked that looked that looked like an ACL, but they said he could miss the playoffs or like come back when the playoffs start. But okay, that'll be good. Yeah, I don't know if you want to risk it, but it's Debo Samuel, so I get it. You got to play him. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have I don't really have any more thoughts this week. You going um, to see Avatar two this week? Uh, probably. Yeah. 
I'm gonna if if there really isn't an Oppenheimer prologue with it, which sounds like it isn't gonna happen, I'm gonna probably just go like next week once our Christmas break starts for work. Yeah, I might I might go on like that Friday during. It depends if it kind of depends like who else who else like in my orbit wants to see it. Because like your girlfriend want to see it? Yeah, like if my girlfriend wants to see it, or like if my family wants to go, like right. I I mean the. The AMC I usually go to, they do have an IMAX, but it's it's like a Limax, you know. It's not like mine does too. My theater does, yeah. yeah it's it's li- cool I, enough though. Yeah, I mean it's close enough. Like, I think know. the closest one to us is Indianapolis. Yeah, the closest one to me is um in, in Dearborn. I couldn't go there. Oh, you do? There is one over there. Yeah, there's there is one legitimate IMAX. Like I'm one. To remember like, that? Okay. Actually, I'm Greenfield Village in Dearborn. I'm going to have to remember that. I want to go see Oppenheimer in like a legit IMAX theater. Yeah. And I thought I'd have to drive four hours to Indy. Um, I mean, it's probably, it's probably six of one. Yeah. I'll check it out. Um, yeah. I'm curious for Avatar too, because I want to see if it is actually really good because all the reviews come out are like, it's the greatest spectacle since the first Avatar. Like, and of course the good reviews are going to be out first. Yeah, I I would I mean I like if you bet against James Cameron at this point you're a psycho. Like like he's an asshole but I almost kind of feel like he's he's like playing into the bit. He he like I said uh I said to our boy Bobby Gooch. Um he's the Stephen A Smith of filmmakers right now. Like he just leans into it and I kind of respect it. Like I don't I don't hate him. He makes some great films like Terminator 2, fucking rules, true lies, great. Titanic, not my favorite, but it's a good movie. It's a it's a very good movie. Um Avatar, I'm gonna have to rewatch this week, like at work when we're slow. I'm gonna put it on my phone and try to like watch it again. I don't remember loving it, but I liked it enough. But I just I don't want to go in IMAX 3D or anything. I really don't feel like doing that, especially for three hours and what 15 minutes. 3, 312, I think, is oh. the official runtime. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'd rather just sit in a nice reclining seat and, like, when I want to go pee, I'm not worried about it too much. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that's kind of holding me up, right? Is that my the IMAX at the IMAX at my at my AMC does not have recliners, so I, I don't know. I'll um, I'll probably catch a matinee. Yeah, me too. I'm probably gonna go the the 23rd, like that Friday or something. Yeah, that's probably what I'll end up doing, honestly. I'm trying to other go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I mean, other other than that, like I don't know. I've seen a lot of movies this year. Um way more than I have. Yeah, well, you know, AMC A list, man. That thing's fucking that thing's fucking awesome. There's no AMC near me anymore. They the landlords kicked them out. That sucks. Yeah. So here, here's my top 10 for 2022. Yeah, let's hear it. So far. I mean, I haven't seen The Whale. I haven't seen Avatar. I haven't seen Babylon. I've heard The Whale is um, like, Brendan Fraser is good, but the movie's kind of like, eh. So. Crack yours. Man, what would be my At 10, I have Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Which is that movie that like Pete Davidson was in? Lee Pace, right? Yeah, with Lee Pace, and they're like they're spoiled rich kids. At nine, I have Nope. Yep. Eight, I have The Northmen. Oh fuck! I still need to watch that. It's good. It's on Prime now, so you don't even yeah. have to fuck with Peacock. Yep. Um, seven, I have Tar. Gotta watch that. It's on demand now. Very good. I I enjoyed it a lot. You think Kate um, or? Kate Blanchett's gonna win Best Actress. It's between her and Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, okay. Um, at six, I have Cha Cha Real Smooth. Oh, that's on Apple TV, right? Yes, it's good. It's good. I mean, you might be. It's you kind of need to be in like a sweet spot to relate to it. Maybe you Cassie might be, would enjoy it more than I would. You might be on the other side of that sweet spot. <laughs> I'm trying to like you might be too old. I'm not the target audience. Right, exactly. Um at five at five I have Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Uh four I have the Batman. 
I need to watch that again. Bree, I have the Banshees of Ben Sharon. That's about that's coming on HBO Max on Tuesday. I, I'm it's, I can't wait. Oh my god. Brendan Gleason and Colin Farrell. We we chose to watch Armageddon Time over that, and I really regret it. I really regret not. I liked Armageddon Time. I liked Armageddon Time. It wasn't bad, but I really think I would have enjoyed Banshees more in theaters. Yeah, Banshees is kind of yeah. At two, I have number one ticket to Paradise. No, at uh, (laughs) number two, I have The Fablemans. Oh, love! Um, God damn, what a fucking great movie! I know your picture. What a picture. My number one is Everything Everywhere I Always. I got to watch it again. I really liked it, but I don't know. I think it's because I saw Doctor Strange recently before that. And so I'm like, you know, we got we got multiverse movie madness going on. But yeah, I think Michelle Yao is probably going to win Best Actress. She deserves it. Yeah. And Ki Hai Kwan should definitely be nominated for Best Supporting He's winning. He's winning some of the awards, like for like New York City and all that. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they do that. I I I fucking adore that movie. I did adored you, it. Did you listen to Kiwi Kwan's interview with uh, LCB? Yeah, that was great. Like I, he deserves he deserves an Oscar. Like that'd be great for him to get one after just like being kind of shunned by Hollywood forever, and just yeah. come back and like take your like just fucking rule shit. Um, okay. what'll be my top five? I'm gonna think about it real quick. Um, no particular order. I'm gonna say probably well, probably my number one right now. <clears throat> I'm gonna put Fablemans at number one, uh, Jurassic World Dominion number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that oh, god, I, I can't watch it again. I I, I want to delete that pod where I defended it. Um, <laughs> number two number two i'm gonna say gosh i'm gonna say top gun maverick i fucking love that movie so much it's so sick i'm seeing it again on wednesday in really yeah yeah i kind of want to do it again and what's so funny is cassie's like she hates tom cruise she hates him and i i told her i said you know top gun maverick's probably going to be oscar best picture nominated she's like okay, I can deal with that. And I'm like, yeah, Tom Cruise might sneak in a Best Actor nomination. She's like, if he wins, I'm killing myself. I'm like, wow, that's quite a... That's quite a speech. She's like, she literally said, if, if Tom Cruise wins the Oscar, I'm killing myself on live TV. I mean, like, let's, let's game that out. Let's game that out. You have, you'll have Brennan Fraser, Austin Butler, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Yo, I'm just trying to think of who else besides Tom Cruise. I know a good website to look. Depending on depending on how they register everything, I could see them putting. I could see I could see Searchlight running Colin Farrell as best actor for for Banshees of Inisherin. Um, hold on, I'm looking real quick. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Dano Dano's probably. Daniel's probably going to be supporting. So they're going to try support. Yeah, I don't think he has a shot because you've got. I think they're going to. I think Paramount's trying to run Brad Pitt for Best Actor in Babylon. Hmm. So most of the guys have top. I'd say Tom Cruise might just miss out, but like they have, all of them have Frazier, Butler, and Colin Farrell. He okay. might. He might be one of the four or five. They also have Hugh Jackman for that movie, The Sun. I've heard Sean Fennessy fucking hates that movie. Yeah, I, I listened and, to that one. And Sean and I usually have pretty, pretty similar, pretty similar tastes when it comes to like those kinds of movies. Like Sean, I like, yeah, he, he fucking he comes hates. off like the guys on South Park or sniff their own farts sometimes. Though. No, that's fucking Adam Neiman. That guy's a fart sniffer. What episode is he in? Was he in the new episode where they? Yeah, the top five. Okay, that's the guy I couldn't fucking stand. I almost like wanted to skip every time. Did you um did you listen to the latest episode he did where it was just it was him and uh Jonah Ryan from Veep just like geeking out about Blu-rays for an hour? No. It was wonderful. It was Oh, I see it. Wonderful. Yeah, it got Friday. It was beautiful. I also haven't seen Decision to Leave yet. Um, uh, uh, to quote a, to quote someone not interested, thank. 
It is, it's Park Chan Wook's new movie. I love foreign films. I just gotta like, I gotta sit myself down and watch Decision to Leave. I gotta watch All Quiet on the Western Front. Like, I just gotta sit myself down and watch these movies. One guy has Adam Sandler in his top five for Hustle. That's funny. That would be insane. Adam Sandler shows up with basketball shorts and a long polo. I have not seen Hustle. I've not no, seen I've Hustle. heard it's great. I've heard it's a really good movie. I've heard bits and pieces, which I didn't know they were trying to run Sandler as best actor. If he didn't get it for Uncut Gems, he's not getting it for Hustle. You never know. Yeah, Brendan Fraser's odds have gone down since The Whale came out. He's still the favorite, but Colin Farrell is like just below him. I feel like it's going to be a thing. It's going to be super close between him, Farrell, and Butler. It's going to be a stupid thing, which I wouldn't mind Butler because Butler actually sings, right? Like he's not lip syncing. Yeah. Like that's what pisses. That's what pissed me off the most about Rami Malek winning. Winning. I also I'm ready to I'm ready to declare my least favorite film of the year. Hmm. It's not Jurassic World Dominion. No. It's not. Don't worry, darling. I didn't hate that movie. I watched it a couple weeks ago. It's it's okay. It's fine. What is it? Amsterdam. Really? We were going to watch that. And I, I saw that, that clip of Taylor Swift getting hit by the car. And I'm like, that movie. What the fuck can, is this? That movie can rot in hot piss. That should be a good movie. It was awful. On paper, the story and the cast you have is fucking awesome. Mm. But you just, you, every decision where you're like, if you make this decision, it makes the movie worse. David O. Russell made. He's kind of a, I've heard he's a giant dickhead. Yeah. And he like, and he like sexually assaulted his niece. Oh my God. That's right. I remember hearing about that. Like Mark Wahlberg, who's an asshole, even, or no, Clooney. Clooney almost got into a fight with him on the set of uh, Three Kings way long ago. He wanted to kick his ass because he was treating everyone like shit. Yeah. So, oh man. Amsterdam's the worst movie of the year. If you haven't seen Amsterdam, don't skip it. You don't need to see it. That's that one movie a year where like, Oscar buzzes around it and then it comes out and it's just a big steaming turd. Like you have everything to make a decent movie and then it just falls apart. Yeah, best director they have a lot of them have Spielberg winning. Yeah, I could crap. see most of them have Spielberg winning. I could see that as like a I could see I mean he's won best director twice before for Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. He should he should have won for um oh fuck what's the one I thought Ready who else is he should have won for Ready yeah <laughs> um who else who else do they have in the field I'm well, well, two guys have Daniels the Daniels um, the Daniels the brothers Dan no the Daniel guys yeah the Daniels um, okay I I could see Todd Field <clears throat> he's uh, he's in like he's in like the middle to lower part of most of the them middle to lower part. So the other McDonough. one, Sarah Polly for women talking. Yeah. I haven't seen that one either. That one hasn't come out yet, but a couple of them have snuck James Cameron in. <laughs> His name is James Cameron. Cameron. The bravest pioneer. There's the bar. We need to, we need to raise it more. <laughs> wow. He's in, he's in actually a good chunk of these. Like only one person has uh, two. Okay. Three. Three people out of this whole list on goldderby.com have Chazelle for Babylon. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming out about Babylon. That's kind of a mess. Yeah, that it's kind of a mess, but Shad Fantasy was like... Oh, yeah. He loved I, it. I loved it, so I'm like, I, I feel good because... The way I went to see her and I saw Babylon. I... if Boy, if this was the last movie ever made... What a movie. I'm like, oh my God, man. That's kind of a good sell, honestly. It's like David Chazelle was like, they're never going to give me this much money again. <laughs> they might not even let me make a movie again after this. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking. It, it's supposed to lose what, like a hundred million? Yeah. I'm just going to fucking. I'm going to let her. I'm going to let her rip. They're, Which, like, they're... I respect immensely. 
I love that. Yeah, I, I I like him. Maybe, you know, just give him this one and then let him do like whiplash type shit again. Um, they have their top five best pictures, uh, Fablemans, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, Banshees of Inisherin, uh, Women Talking, and Top Gun Maverick are their top five for best picture. And more than half of them predict uh, Fablemans is going to win. I can see that. Oh, anyone, any interesting ones? I'm just looking real quick before we get out of here. I'm just looking for any, any one of them, any shitty movies got votes for best picture. Ticket to Paradise got a vote for best picture. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think, I think we're pretty, pretty good for the week. I think we're yeah. good. Um, yeah, our next pod will be sometime late next week uh, after signing day, which is on Wednesday. So we'll just see what Carter's up to. Oh, yeah, Carter wasn't here tonight. Um, he's out partying. He's have, He has a social life um, like we both do. But Must be nice. Yeah, he got invited to go out and drink, so can't really blame him. Um, but, yeah, we'll see you after next Wednesday. We'll see what night we want to record. Uh, just a little bit of coordination and then we're going to take a break and we'll be back after the new year, probably like January 8th, or maybe we'll do a January 6th special, um, a two year, two year reflection on, on the greatest events that happened on January 6th, which um, a special guest with special guest Disney champs. Oh, I was, (laughs) I was going to say, of course, our, the thing that we remember the most, Kenneth Walker, the third committing to MSU two years. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Um, All right, everyone, have a good night, and we will talk to you next week. Go green. Go white.